Friday, February 3rd, 2017 here on the Patriots Beat Podcast. It is finally time for the CLNS Patriots team preview of the Super Bowl. We'll have Mike and Marv from the Patriots postgame show, Tyler Trudeau, and CLNS Patriots Beat team manager Michael Longion as well to give you their predictions. Mine will come as well, and you might just get a little surprise. This is Larry H. Russell speaking on behalf of the network, thanking you once again for downloading the Patriots Beat Podcast here on CLNS Radio, the leading online provider of audio-video coverage for New England professional sports. Download the free CLNS Radio mobile app for your iPhone or Android for immediate and convenient access to all the content available on the CLNS Radio YouTube channel, podcasting network, and clnsradio.com. Now, on to another edition of Patriots Beat. Take it away, Harris. Thanks, Larry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Patriots Beat Podcast. Episode number, I believe we're at 166, and it is the time that you all have been waiting for. It is time for the CLNS Patriots Team Prediction Show. We'll have all, all of the Patriots team on here to give you their Super Bowl predictions for Super Bowl 51, like I said, Mike Amar from the Patriots postgame show, Tyler Trudeau and Michael Longi will be joining us later individually to break down their predictions. But in the meantime, you guys are going to have to deal with me and what I think is going to happen in this year's Super Bowl. And to be totally honest, I, I think, I think you are going to be a little bit surprised. So, Let's just get right down into it. You know, this has been a really strange Super Bowl week. Uh, there's been a lot of attention on the Super Bowl, but I don't think uh, as much attention has been paid on the Super Bowl this week as has been in years past, obviously due to the very high tensions of the political realm. But, you know, we're, we're not here to talk politics. But I definitely think it's taken a little bit of uh, the wind out of the sails of the Super Bowl until Roger Goodell decided to hold a press conference and piss off just about every single person that has ever watched an NFL football game. That was hilarious. He did one press conference for about, I think it was 45 minutes, and proceeded to piss off every single person so that 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 was really funny to me I, I i greatly enjoyed seeing roger goodell kind of fall on his face there and uh fail pretty hard but that's besides the point let's get into the actual football game so you know we've been going throughout this week talking about you know we don't really know what's going to happen in this game you know the falcons have this high flying offense the patriots doing and yes i'm a little bit sick sorry by the way and you know, the Patriots are this and that, and blah, blah, blah. You know, their defense might not be that good. The Falcons' defense might not be that good. Uh, I think Colin Cowherd the other day said that the Falcons' offense is the third best offense of all time, which I don't I don't really know. But, hey, you know, it's definitely not better than the 07 team, and it's definitely not better than that Peyton Manning Broncos team. So we'll, we'll see how historical this Falcons' offense is by the end of this game. But I honestly think that this game is going to, you know, this game is going to go one of two ways. This game is either going to be crazy, crazy high scoring, like Rose Bowl, Penn State versus USC level of a shootout. Or I think this this has the distinct possibility of becoming a defensive just shootout. And, you know, very low scoring like a lot of Super Bowls are. Just, you know, each defense being able to get a leg up on the other one by attacking their various weaknesses. Because each offense has very glaring weaknesses. You know, interior pass rush is really the way to go on both of these teams. Matt Ryan got beat by Philly, the Seahawks, and one of the team this year. And in all of those games, he just got rocked when he got rushed up the middle. So definitely look for Belichick to do that a lot. And then... um. And then you have for the Patriots, which is the same way. Just get Brady off of his spot, which has been his, you know, big weakness for most of his career now. But I, you know, as much as I want the Patriots to win this game, obviously, I am very happy that the national, I guess, thought process is it doesn't really matter whether or not Tom Brady wins this game. He should go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. And that's all I really care about with this Patriots team. That's really all I've cared about is for Tom Brady to get the proper historical respect he deserves as the greatest 
football player of all time, greatest QB of all time. That's really what matters to me. So whether they win or not obviously matters, but I'm just happy that people can just accept that Brady is the number one quarterback of all time. Bar none, he's the best. Just, you know, give him the give him the ring. So that is what that is. But anyway, let's let's move in to the official game and their score because this is going to be a pretty long episode. We have a lot of people coming on. So let's just get right into my prediction. I believe the Patriots will be able to move the ball incredibly easily against this Atlanta Falcons off uh, defense. They have a lot of young guys in the middle. Tom Brady loves attacking young guys, and you put them in the middle of the field. I think that is a recipe for disaster for this Atlanta Falcons team. I think they play with the lead a lot, and I think Belichick is going to prioritize the fact that they need to get ahead early. Uh, apparently, he's been telling Tom Brady a bunch that they've never scored in the first quarter of a Super Bowl in the past six Super Bowls. So I think I think Brady's going to come out firing. I think they're all going to come out firing, and it, it's going to be it's it's, it's going to be an interesting offensive attack uh, with Chris Hogan running the Rob Gronkowski routes, Julian Edelman being one of the five best wide receivers in football since about week ten. He's been unbelievable. So I think the Patriots' offense will easily move the ball against this Falcons defense. I think it'll be a lot of back and forth. I think the Falcons will be able to force a couple turnovers, and it's all about how they can balance that with the actual points scored. So on the other side of the ball, I think this Falcons offense is going to roll over this Patriots. Patriots defense. No offense to what I've been saying about the Patriots defense. I think they've been outstanding the rest uh, for most of the season, but they just don't match up very well against this Falcons uh, offense. The more and more you look at it, they don't really have an answer for Julio Jones. Uh, they don't really have a corner that is capable of covering Taylor Gabriel. They can take out Mohamed Sanu, but at the same time, again, Mohamed Sanu is not going to win you the Super Bowl, but you need to be able to cover the other guys. And I just think that Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman is literally too much for any defense to cover. So I really, so I think this will end up being an offensive shootout. It all comes down to one thing. It comes out to turnovers, points off of turnovers, and who's going to score actual touchdowns. Because you can score, you can get as many turnovers as you want, but if you're kicking field goals then you're just kicking field goals and wasting everyone's time. So it really depends on who's actually scoring touchdowns. So without further ado, we're going to get into everyone's official predictions. But first, I've been giving this a lot of thought. I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been going back and forth. can't decide. I'm going to make a decision now. I believe... That your Super Bowl champions, your Super Bowl 51 champions, will be the Atlanta Falcons. I believe that the Falcons will be able to roll over this team. Excuse me, not roll over. I believe they will be able to beat this defense, uh, get enough turnovers, and I believe they will score touchdowns. I also believe that there is a feel in the universe that Atlanta, it's just their year. After what uh, Childish Game, or excuse me, after what Donald Glover's been doing with them, after the success of Bad and Bougie, uh, it's just, you know, this is Atlanta's year. They've been a cultural phenomenon all year. After the Atlanta Falcons to win a Super Bowl, I think it'll be pretty fitting for what Atlanta's been going through this year. So I know it'll be controversial. I know the head of uh, one of the bigger Patriots podcasts choosing the Patriots to lose the Super Bowl is a big deal. But I am going to choose the New England Patriots. To lose their Super Bowl, but it will not be because of Tom Brady. Tom Brady's going to go off in this game. Guarantee that. So, with that being said, let's bring in our first victim on the hot seat. I believe Marv is first. I believe Marv is first. Let's bring in Marv onto the Patriots beat hot seat and get his Super Bowl prediction. Episode number 157 is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. It's the new year, which means a fresh start for your business, and a great year starts with making great hires. But posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017, post your job to 200-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. 
find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, my listeners can post job on ZipRecruiter's for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. Welcome back into Patriots Beat. It is now time for part one of our CLNS Patriots team prediction show. And first up on the chopping block or the hot seat is Tyler Trudeau. And Tyler, you don't seem too confident in our New England Patriots. Well, what's going on? Whoa. Let me just say I've never batted leadoff before except for one time when I was batting second and then the kid didn't show up for the <laughs> game and I got to bat leadoff. So it, I'm very excited to be starting off the uh, predictions. And I'm going to say I'm I'm nervous, and I think I'm nervous in my confidence because I the only two times I have been confident when the Patriots were totally going to win a Super Bowl, there's no way that they can't or when they were playing the Giants. And we both know how that went. I wasn't really too big of a uh, football fan to really understand. Oh, crap. There's a phone ringing in the... That's fine. Just power through it. Okay. I wasn't really young enough. uh, I wasn't really old enough to understand uh, the game of football to the point of thinking, oh, I want the Patriots to win just because they're my team. I didn't know they were really underdogs. I didn't really understand the magical feat that they overcame when they won their first two. And I am just nervous because the media seems to be downplaying how good the Falcons are, but at the same time overcompensating of how good the Falcons are. There's really a mix, and I don't know if that's because you listen to national media and that's them saying, oh, it's going to be a great game just to build the hype of the game. And then there is the New England Homer medias that you listen to. who's like, oh, there's no way that the Patriots can lose. But the more and more I think about it, the more I just don't believe that the Patriots can lose this game. Not saying that it's going to be a blowout and the Patriots are just going to walk to their fifth Super Bowl title. That's not it at all. I just feel that the advantage just in having two Bill Belichick having two weeks to prepare for Matt Ryan, who's never been in a Super Bowl before. I know he is Matty Ice. He's cool under pressure. But what about Goat Tom, cool guy Tom Brady? He led the Patriots on a final drive in his first Super Bowl ever mm-hmm. to march down the field to set up that excellent Vinatieri field goal to win their first Super Bowl. So. I feel like you have to give the Patriots the advantage. They might be equal in other ways. Maybe their uh, Falcons running game is a little bit better. The Falcons defense has been playing well, but so is the Patriots. So they're kind of equal there. But when it comes down to it, the advantage lies with the Patriots. They have the better coach and they have the quarterback who may not be the MVP this year. Matt Ryan is probably going to be the MVP this year. And Julio Jones is just an absolute animal of a human being that can do anything and eat worlds and catch everything that's thrown at him. But it comes down to Tom Brady and Bill Belichick just being prepared for this game. You don't know how the Falcons that have never been to a Super Bowl uh, with anyone on this team before is going to react to this game. It's just, the Patriots have been there before. This might be Tom Brady's most inexperienced Super Bowl team, meaning they haven't they, – I believe it's only like 30% of the players that were on the team uh, in the 2014 season are on this team. But I still got to give it to Belichick and Brady because they have the experience. They have the resume. They have the titles. They have the rings. I don't know how the Patriots can lose this game, but it is going to be close. And, you know, you, the closer you kind of look at this game, the more you realize that these two teams are very evenly matched. I mean, this Atlanta offense, you know, for whatever deficiencies they might have on defense, they really make up for the fact with just having so many, like a stupid amount of weapons on offense. It's stupid. 
It is ridiculous. And you look at the Patriots, who everyone was talking, we've been talking about all season, like how good is this offense, especially when Gronk was healthy. They had just so many weapons to go to. It's the same thing with this Falcon team. They both kind of play with the, uh, I guess, bend, don't break mentality on defense because the offense is going to carry the load. This is going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to come down to who's going to throw the most touchdowns, who's going to score when it matters it's going to be who blinks first who makes the first mistake does Brady throw a pick does Ryan fumble the ball getting sacked what's going to happen what's going to be the big turning point in this game because they're just going to keep scoring on each other until someone makes a mistake and that's going to be the major uh, key of this game is limiting your mistakes and continue to put points on the board because that's going to be the most important thing. Obviously defense is always important and huge. And I think a defensive play is what is going to win this game, whether it's the Falcons or Patriots, but it's going to come down to which quarterback is going to break first, which one is not going to make the play when they need them to make the play a third and long, a uh, stupid pass that they fall into a trap coverage where a linebacker gets a interception. It's going to be something that no one expects such a great quarterback to make a mistake. And it's going to happen. You just know that it's going to come down to one mistake or who knows, maybe it's just going to be like a 45 to 47 point game. I don't even know if that's even a possible score you can get in football. I just pull that out of my, you know what, but I have no, that's what is making me freak out about this game so much is that, they're both going to score a lot. It's going to be such a painful game to watch if you're a huge Patriots fan because they're not going to go away. The Falcons have the ability to score points on you quickly, whether it's just one big deep throw to Julio Jones and that's it, a one-play like 80-yard drive just because Julio Jones is a monster, or it's going to be the Patriots just driving you down, wearing you out, just play after play after play, these long, sustained drives. It's going to come down to who makes the mistake first. So looking a little bit closer uh, at the Julio Jones matchup, do you think that Malcolm Butler can actually stop Julio Jones, or do you think it's a pipe dream? No, we get your prediction. I would like to see the Patriots see if Julio Jones can mark him up. I, I want to see if the Patriots believe that Malcolm Butler can match him up, give him the faith to see if he can uh, contain him, but I don't think there is any stopping Julio Jones. I think there's only containing him, and I don't think going single coverage with Julio Jones, relying on Malcolm Butler, 100% is the smartest move. I think you need to double-team him. I think you need to make sure that he doesn't beat you. He is going to score in this game. There's just no way Julio Jones is not going to get a touchdown in the Super Bowl. You know that's going to happen. You know like last uh, time they were in the Super Bowl, you knew there was going to be at least like one Brady Gronk connection. You just know there's going to be a Matt Ryan to Julio Jones play. And if they can limit it to one play, maybe he has that deep catch that I was just talking about and scores a amazing touchdown and fans are scratching their heads of how did he just make that catch? How did he just do that? Well, it's because he's Julio Jones. There's no way he's not going to burn you at least once, but it's just making sure that you limit the amount of times he hurts you. Right. So let's get it from you, Tyler. Straight from, is it the lion's mouth? I don't know what the, the oh. phrase is. But, Tyler, I want to get your Super Bowl prediction. Will Tom Brady come home with his fifth, or will he be thwarted by Boston College's own Matt Ryan? I believe Tom Brady will win his fifth Super Bowl, and I believe it will be a score of 34 to 31. And watching that Steven Gostowski field goal will probably be the most painful thing any Patriots fan has ever had to go through with the rocky season he has been having. But I believe Tom Brady will be the first quarterback to win five Super Bowls. Brady Belichick, unstoppable in this type of game. They're not playing the Giants, so I don't know how they can lose. And it's going to be an amazing game regardless of whoever comes out to win. But my prediction, Patriots 34 Falcons 31, and I am so excited. I am so upset we have to wait a whole other week to see this game. (laughs) Me too, Tyler. Me too. Well, thank you so much, Tyler Trudeau, for your prediction on the CLNS Radio Patriots team prediction show. We will be talking to you later, I believe. I'm not really sure. 
But thank you. You will be talking to me eventually. It's nice hearing from you, Harris. (laughs) Thanks, Tyler. Have a good one. Good luck with your car. You too. (laughs) See you, bud. See you. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. I know that me personally, when I was living in a college dorm, I used Blue Apron in order to get my fresh ingredients so that me and my roommate Jack could cook up some nice meals, maybe some fresh steaks, maybe some good chili, some quality stuff. And it's also a very fun holiday gift, so maybe for a nice Valentine's Day gift or a nice birthday gift coming up, I would give it to, I wouldn't give it to a girlfriend, obviously Blue Apron would be a little rough, but give it to a family member. Maybe they can get some high quality ingredients in their life for less than $10 per meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family run farms, fisheries, and ranchers, whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. So check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash patriots. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash patriots. Blue Apron a better way to cook. It is now time for round two of the CLNS Patriots team prediction show. And on the hot seat this time around, it is Marv from the Patriots postgame show. Marv, are you ready to be grilled over the Super Bowl? Oh, I'm so ready, man. I love talking football, and it's the Super Bowl time, so you know I'm ready. Very nice, very nice. So, Marv, give me your your first impressions on this game. You know, we have Malcolm Butler coming out and say that he's been waiting to cover Julio Jones his whole life. He that he had a vision. You know, the uh, you have the uh, Falcons saying that they're done with preparation a week and a half before the game even starts. There's stuff flying all over the place. What's your first impression? Man, this Super Bowl honestly reminds me a lot of last year's Super Bowl where you had a young, hot team in the Carolina Panthers and then you had the veteran teams in Denver and Broncos. And the veteran team pretty much manhandled the young team. And I see the same thing happening next week. You have a young, hot Atlanta Falcons team, you know, very shifty, saying they're prepared like you were saying earlier. And then here comes the savvy old veterans in the New England Patriots. Coming in, you know, pretty much we've been here before. We're going to take our time and really know how to handle these Falcons. I see it being a high-scoring game, though. Both sides, you know, have a a lot of weapons offensively. Now you see the emergence of Chris Hogan. you got Julian Edelman. And then the other side, Julio Jones, like you mentioned. Mohamed Sanu. So I see this being a real high-scoring game on both sides. So one thing I want to hear from you, uh, you know, Malcolm Butler has been talking all week about seeing Julio or covering Julio Jones as a vision of his and this and that. But let, let's just be honest with ourselves for a second. Malcolm Butler is 5'10". Julio Jones is 6'5". Julio Jones runs like, I'm pretty sure, a 4'2". And Malcolm Butler does not run a 4'2", though he is quite fast. Do you think Malcolm Butler can realistically cover Julio Jones for the entire game? Not in a chance in the world. Julio Jones is too big, (laughs) too strong, too fast, a monster for Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler is going to need some, he's going to need help. Like, you know, against Antonio Brown, you saw he did his thing, but he also had help with the safety just for backup help. And that's going to be the same thing with Julio. There's, there's not, honestly, there's not a cornerback in the world that can just play Julio one-on-one. You definitely need help. You saw what happened when Green Bay tried to single cover him. It just didn't look pretty. So as much as Malcolm Butler, you know, he's, he's very savvy. He's going to work hard. It's not going to be as easy as we hoped it would be. So what should this Patriots defense do against this Atlanta Falcons offense? Because I said this to Tyler, the, the amount of weapons that this team has, is it's, it's stupid. It's just stupid. It's going, this, this is going to be the real test. You know, 
all year we've been hearing how Patriots haven't really faced a real offense. Last week you fight, you faced a Steelers team that's all right, but they were missing a lot of weapons themselves. So this is the real test. The Patriots, honestly, is going to come down to the defensive end and how how quick they can get to Matt Ryan. Trey Flowers, Chris Long. Chris Long is one of the guys I say he's almost there. He's always almost there to get the quarterback. He just never gets there right on time. We're going to need the defensive end to really, you know, push through and try to try to cause some struggle for Matt, Matt Ryan. And you have the running backs as well. That's going to cause a lot of problems. Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman, they're a dual threat. Both of them, they can go out, you know, catch the ball as well. Patriots have done a really good job this year with stopping the run. And I think that's going to be, that's going to have to be the focus, especially in the first quarter, making sure that they stop the run and force Matt Ryan to really throw the ball everywhere. And, Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan is going to be another key. I think he's going to be the guy on Mohamed Sanu one-on-one. If he can really contain Sanu and have a double coverage coverage on Julio, I think the Patriots will be pretty good in pretty good hands. Do the Patriots have enough uh, on their defensive line to stop uh, the ridiculous running attack that the Falcons are going to throw at them? I think they do. They've they've shown that they can really handle any running back that that comes their way. They they game plan really well against running backs. We saw what they did with Le'Veon before he got hurt, and then you know, what's his name? What's the backup running back? Uh, for, Tevin Coleman. For the Steelers. Oh, no, for, for the Steelers, uh, D'Angelo. For the Steelers. D'Angelo. D'Angelo. D'Angelo came in, and you know, they it took him a while to adjust, and then. Right, then they found a way to stop D'Angelo as well. Tevin Coleman, Devontae Freeman, those guys, they're unique. They're both unique players. Tevin Coleman's a bigger running back. He's, he's like 6'1", you know, so he can also spread out and play wide receiver when need be. And that's going to be the struggle right there, seeing how the linebackers, you know, try to contain these running backs if they do go out, if they go out wide. And that'll be the advantage for Matt Ryan. But I think in the running game up the middle, Patriots have done a great job, whether it be Malcolm Brown, Valentine, really stuffing that middle in the running game. So, you know, looking as well at at the Patriots offense versus the Falcons defense, this Falcons defense, I wouldn't say scheme-wise is the best, but they fly, man. This defense is fast. They are aggressive. They hit people. They, they they, They just run around and crush people. So... Do you think that this Patriots offense can withstand what has been a pretty good Falcons defense? Because I think this Falcons defense is way better than what the Steelers is going to throw at them. They can. I mean, we faced the Ravens. We faced the Seahawks. We we faced some really tough defenses. And great with me, have Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, giving them two weeks to plan against this defense. They'll always find a way. Belichick was saying how earlier that this defense is, you know, a lot similar to the Seattle Seahawks defense. Obviously, there's different players. Different players can do different things. But they've seen this defense before. They know how to game plan around it, whether it be checking down to a running back like they did with Shane Vereen in 2014 in the Super Bowl. Now you have a guy like Deion Lewis who can be a big factor. You see, the offensive line this year has been tremendous under Dante Skarnakia. Uh, Marcus Cannon has all of a sudden had like a Pro Bowl type year, honestly shutting down big defensive ends. You know, I know they got they got some they got some quick linebackers out there that can really get to the quarterback. But if the offensive line holds up, the, I feel like the receivers will find their way to you know get open. The running backs like Deion Lewis is going to be huge in this game, especially for the checkdowns in the in between in between the lines. So, Mar, before we let you go here, your last question on the hot seat before you can uh, stop sweating: Who is going <laughs> to win the world? Or excuse me, the Super Bowl? Ah, I blotched it. <laughs> the Super Bowl. It's yes, going to be the New England Patriots, man. I think Patriots hold it out. Like I said, I see this being a high-scoring game. 37-31, New England Patriots. Atlanta Falcons have the ball last, but, you know, they find a way to cause a turnover, hold it down. Patriots win the Super Bowl. Patriots win the Super Bowl from Marv. All right, Mike, you can, uh, you, you can get off the, the Patriots. I'm good. I'm off. You're good. You can, you're going to get off. <laughs> Marv, thank right, you for, uh, it, for joining us. I will uh, talk to you soon. Good luck with the, uh, with the post-game shows in the future. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, man. Take care. See you. 
What's going on, Past Nation? This is Marvin Zahn of CLNS Radio, and I'm here to tell you right now to check out the CLNS Radio New England Patriots postgame show, hosted by myself and my co-host, Mr. Mike Nice, and live on CLNSRadio.com immediately after every single Pats game. Call in at 929-477-2386, toll-free, to get your voice heard and contribute to the host breakdown and analysis of the latest Patriots contest. We also got the stars and sorries of the day, Twitter polls for the play of the game, and everything else that is going on with the four-time Super Bowl champions. Subscribe to the CLNS Radio New England Patriots postgame show on iTunes and Stitcher and the best way. Download the free CLNS Radio mobile app for on-demand listening anytime, anyplace, anywhere. It is now time for part three of the CLNS Patriots team beat team predictions. This time getting into the hot seat is our content manager, Michael Anji. Mike, we've already heard from Tyler and Marv, and now it is your turn to be sizzled with some Super Bowl questions. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's do it, Harris. Good stuff. So let's start with the Falcons offense versus Patriots defense. If you look, I've said this to the past two guys, it is stupid, stupid, how many weapons this Falcons team has. You know, Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu, Taylor Gabriel, the two running backs. They don't really have a tight end, but just like the list keeps going and going. Then they have Justin Hardy, too, and just Eric Weems and just all these guys. Do the Patriots have enough people on defense to slow down this Atlanta offense? Slow it down, I would say yes. Uh, stop it, I would say obviously not. I think that, the this, you know, this defense... I would say is is playing a lot better in the secondary over the past let's say six weeks than they did over you know the first eight. They're they're looking really good. Devin McCourty is having a career season right now. I don't think we can you know count that out. I think him in the back playing center field playing that role is going to be huge because I think he's probably going to be the guy that shadows Julio Jones with another corner. I think they're going to move Malcolm Butler off Julio Jones and I think it will be. I personally think it's going to be Logan Ryan with safety help, and then Malcolm Butler will be moved over to uh, face off against Mohamed Sanu, which is also not a great matchup for him because Sanu is a, is a big guy, and you know we all know that Malcolm Butler is not necessarily the, the largest cornerback out there. So I think that's probably going to be what they do with, with those two guys. When you're talking about a guy like Tyler Gabriel, though, who's a super fast, a guy who I was also nervous about earlier in the, in the playoffs if we had potentially were going to play him, was Tyreek Hill. And it's a similar kind of a guy, a guy who just is, he just has that blinding speed, which destroys any, any defensive execution. If, if a guy is just faster than everybody else, it, there's not really much you can do about it. So they have to contain him. And that's where I see an issue because I don't think they have someone that fast who's their third corner their third corner is eric rowe who we saw last week is not fast enough to keep up with a lot of these receivers so i think tyler gabriel if if they if atlanta can scheme a way to get him wide open and get him open looks whether it's on those uh, end arounds or it's on screen passes or whatever i think he, he has the potential to, to really break one off because he's just so 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 fast so you don't think they'll put Malcolm Butler on Julio Jones, like the the visions he's been having, according to him? Well, I mean, I think it would be nice. I think, obviously, there will be times in this game where Atlanta will be able to scheme something up to get the matchup. I think Atlanta would prefer that matchup. If it was a one-on-one matchup with Malcolm Butler and Julio Jones, I think the Falcons would prefer that because Jones is just such a physical freak that – you know, they, they probably figure that they can get by with that. I think that there's no question that, that the Patriots are going to have two guys on Julio Jones this entire game. I think it's going to be a corner and safety help. Whether it's Malcolm Butler with safety help or whether it's Logan Ryan with safety help, Eric Rowe with safety help, whatever it is, I just think that it's kind of redundant to put your best corner on, on their best receiver if, they're, if you're already bringing in safety help. You know what I mean? I, I guess if you... If you want to play it that way, that's fine, and have Julio Jones get you know two catches, then that's fine. If you want to play it that way, Mohamed Sanu's probably going to score a touchdown. Tyler Gabriel's probably going to score a touchdown. 
So I guess it's just a matter of, you know, picking and choosing what you think, what Belichick thinks the best corner on receiver matchups will be. And I don't think Butler on Julio is, uh, is a great one-on-one matchup for the Patriots. So uh, looking elsewhere on this Falcons offense, because uh, I'm, I'm not too concerned about the Falcons defense. I think that they'll, they'll do their usual just high-flying thing, but I think they still give up too many points for my liking. But this Falcons running attack... And they ease, you know, they, one of the two running backs might not be the best running back in the NFL, but they easily have the best two-headed running attack in football. Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman are just freaks of nature. They're so good. They counter each other very well. They both can catch the ball out of the backfield. They're both very difficult to tackle. Do the Patriots have enough to stop them? Due to the fact that, you know, Dante Hightower has been injured, Kyle Van Noy slowed down a little bit. What, what, what do you think they'll be able to do in the run game? I think they'll be able to do a decent amount of the run game, but I think that's actually how the Patriots want to play it. I think they would rather have Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman have the ball uh, rather than have Atlanta throwing the ball all over the place to Julio Jones and uh, Mohamed Sanu and, and the like. I think that the I mean the Patriots defense. Let's not lie; they've had they've had a pretty done a pretty decent job against the run this year. I believe they're top ten in the league against the run. They might even be top five. Um, so you know, Allen Branch is having a career resurrecting season. He's just unbelievable. Uh, the fact that he's three hundred and fifty pounds and just massive is is you know you, you can't get by him. So that's great. I do agree. I'm a little nervous about Hightower. I think that the fact that he you know has been showing that he's hurt. Not necessarily, you know, we hear that he's playing hurt. We hear that he's playing hurt. I mean, he looks hurt out there. And, you yeah. know, he said the other day, what was his quote the other day, that, quote, he feels like he's been playing for a year yeah. or something like that. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's concerning for sure. But, you know, the Patriots also do have a, a decent amount of um, linebacker depth that they can throw out there. Landon Roberts is great against the run. Uh, you mentioned Kyle Van Noy, who could do some things. Shane McClellan can do some things. So, I mean, they have – it's the last game of the season is, is the way I'm looking at it. So, pretty much, if you've got to throw every single body you have at them, then that's what you have to do. So, whether it's, uh, whether it's Hightower or that other group of linebackers I just mentioned, I think them plus uh, the, the solid play of this uh, front four is, uh, is going to be enough to get them by. I think that, you know, will, uh, will Atlanta rush for maybe – if they rushed for, you know, 100 yards, 110 yards as a team – that, that wouldn't shock me, but I think the Patriots would prefer it that way as opposed to have them run for 60 yards and throw for 360 yards. So looking at the – do you think this Patriots offense will have difficulty scoring on the Falcons, or do you think they'll just be able to do their, their usual Tom Brady being ridiculous thing? I think for the most part they'll probably be able to do their thing. You know, obviously it's a Dan Quinn defense. Dan Quinn is the head coach. It's not a Dan Quinn defense, but his schemes are in there, you know, Obviously, he comes from Seattle. Seattle plays the Patriots tight every single time. But, you know, as I'm sure everyone has realized, and we've all pointed out by this point, uh, Atlanta does not have the, the secondary that Seattle has. So they don't have the same kind of players. Um, they could turn into those kind of players. They're all young. They're all, what, first, second, third-year players. So, you know, I, I just don't think that they're ready to go up against uh, an offense that executes at this high of a level because I think we can both agree that the Patriots execute at as high or higher of a level than anybody else in football on offense. So I think that Atlanta will have some, some issues with that. Um, will they make some plays? Sure. I, I don't think they'll get a turnover. I don't, well, I don't think they'll get an interception on Tom Brady. They might, you know, be able to force a fumble. Who knows? I know that they're, uh, I believe, two of their linebackers, Keanu Neal and Blanken on the other one's name, but they were the only two rookies in the NFL to uh, record 100-plus tackles uh, this year. So, you know, they could be great in the run game, slowing down that Patriots running attack. But for the most part, I think the Patriots will, will do similar things that, uh, against, that they did against the Steelers. They'll roll out those four wide receivers, and uh, they'll just try to stretch you out and torture you. I think that that's, that's the approach that you need to take, especially with a team full of young players, a defense full of young players that you're going up against. Um, a lot of motion, a lot of, a lot of switching, a lot of, a, lot of, a lot of checks, a lot of everything. I think that the Patriots will throw – the entire book at this young uh, Falcons defense, and I think that they'll be able to come out on top. So speaking of coming out on top, last question for you before we uh, let you off of our hot seat. Give me your score prediction for this game. 
So I've been I've been going back and forth between this for for a while. I think you know at first I thought well I mean this is obviously going to be a close game. The Falcons, in my opinion, I know that the Dallas Cowboys had the best uh, season. I think the Falcons were probably the best team in the NFC. I think that was probably uh, they are the correct representative of the NFC in my opinion this this year. So. You know, at first I'm thinking it's going to be a really close game, maybe within three points. We all know that the Patriots have had, you know, several Super Bowl wins within three points. So that's what I was thinking for a while. But then, you know, the Patriots, I'm sure you realize this, Harris, because you do, you know, you do your homework, but the Patriots haven't given up more than 17 points in a game since the beginning of December. Yep. So, I mean, it's been, it's been a legitimate two months since they've given up more than 17 points in a game. Um, would I be shocked if they, if they gave up 17 points in this game and that was it? And, and they won this game 31 to 17. I wouldn't be entirely shocked. Now, with that being said, uh, I'm not going to go that far. I, I, I do, I do think the Patriots will win. I think they'll win by a touchdown. I'd say the score is going to be 28 to 21 Patriots. Uh, and, and that's, uh, going to be a Super Bowl ring number five for Belichick and Brady. Yeah, I've, I've been preaching that the, the, this, this Patriots defense has been one of the NFL. I don't care who you play. These are professional football players. And if you can withstand giving up 17 points in a game for like seven straight weeks, I, I don't care who you're playing. That's impressive. <laughs> oh, incredibly impressive. And, you know, I was looking at the stats the other day. And, uh, you know, it just kind of struck. And that, that game where they gave up, you know, more than 17, that was that, uh, that Baltimore game, which, you know, 14 of those points at least came as a direct result of terrible special teams play. So, I mean, that game was going trending towards a, a 40 to 6 win for the Patriots. So, I mean, it could have been an even longer streak than that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely see how it is. Thank you, Michael Angie, our content manager. You're now free to get your behind off of our hot seat. Michael Angie, the Pats content manager for CLNS Radio. Thanks for uh, joining us this week, Mike. Thanks, Harris. We'll talk to you Sunday, man. Have a good one. CLNS Radio's leading online coverage of the Boston Celtics is now even more comprehensive than ever. From the Celtics postgame show to the Guard Report to CSL and to Celtics Beat, CLNS Radio's Boston Celtics News Feed provides narrated breaking news, game recaps, and news and notes for the NBA's winningest franchise, all provided in real time. Don't have the time to surf the web or search engines and plunge your head into your computer or smartphone to read up on all the latest on the Celtics? No problem. Multitask while listening to CLNS's Celtics News Feed. And for the 2016-17 NBA campaign, the Boston Celtics pregame report with myself, Larry A. Trussell, will be released on the news feed on game days at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, making it the first pregame report to air anywhere. We will give you a featured interview from someone providing opposing insight, pregame notes, and go on a Celtics draft pick watch, all in just 12 minutes or less. Available on the Boston Celtics news feed on iTunes and Stitcher, and the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. Welcome back into Patriots Beat. It is now time for another addition to our CLNS Radio Patriots team hot seat. This time it is Mike Nice from the Patriots Post Game Show. Mike, that, you know, you better get ready, man. I got some smoking questions for you. Hey, man, we can get right into it. It's good to be on the Patriots Beat and talk with you, man. Let's get right into it. Absolutely, man. It's It's great to have you here. So first question for you. You know, this Falcons offense is just, it, it's so good. The amount of weapons that are on this team is just unbelievable. Easily have the most weapons of any team in the NFL, maybe even more than the Patriots. How do you see this Pats defense stacking up against the Falcons? It's going to be tough. It's really going to be tough. Um, when you look at this team, obviously, Matt Ryan is the guy leading the charge. You know, he's had an unbelievable season. In my opinion, as much as I'm a Tom Brady guy, I got to give Matt Ryan the MVP just because of the year he's had. You know, Tom Brady does what he does year in and year out. So it's nothing new for him having the season that he did. But the way Matt Ryan has bounced back, you know, the last couple of years struggling, and then he's put up the numbers he did this year, I'll lean to him just as a, just as a football fan overall. I'll lean to Matt Ryan. But when you look – out of his weapons, Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman, uh, Julio Jones, you know, the best receiver, in my opinion, in the game. Then you've got, you know, the number two and three guys, Muhammad Sanu and Taylor Gabriel. They're weapons. They're weapons. And, I mean, 
obviously the the Patriots, their game playing defensively against the Steelers in the AFC Championship game was, you know, try to take away Antonio Brown. And they did a great job. And the thing with the Steelers, you know, after Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, you know, he was a non-factor in that game. But after Antonio Brown, in terms of wide receivers, there's nobody you really have to worry about too much. The difference is with the difference with the Falcons. You know, Julio Jones is great, obviously the number one guy, but Muhammad Sanu and Taylor Gabriel had to step up a lot of times throughout the course of the regular season because there are many games where Julio Jones didn't play, or when he did play, he was hobbled because of a toe injury. So Muhammad Sanu and, and Taylor Gabriel and Freeman and Coleman were counted on a lot you know, for Matt Ryan, and they still had the unbelievable season offensively that they did. So it's going to be tough. This might be, you know, this is the toughest game for the Patriots in terms of weapons. I can't think of another game, you know, where they, where, uh, where they faced as many, as many weapons as they will be going up against in terms of the Atlanta Falcons team. So it's going to be tough. It's going to take a lot from the Patriots defense to really show up and and try to contain all these guys. There's so many guys they have to really try to work to contain, but we'll see, man. It's going to, it's going to be a slugfest for sure. How do you see the Patriots stopping the Falcons run attack? Because Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman are, are just ridiculous. Yeah. It's two headed monster. It's a two headed monster. I mean, the Patriots are one of the best, if not the best, at stopping the run. You know, they've been a top team. I think they, they've they only given up, I want to say, 80-something yards on the season per game. You know, so Patriots are very good in terms of the rush. It's going to take, you know, a solid effort from those guys up front. Uh, Allen is the number one guy who's who's been phenomenal this season. You know, one guy who's kind of flying under the radar that I hope really stepped up and, and has a huge game and has a huge impact is Jabal Shed. You know, he's one guy who, you know, once Taylor Jones left last offseason, you know, you figured he'd kind of step up along with the new addition of Chris Long and really kind of filling that void at defensive end. But we haven't heard a lot from Jabal Shed throughout the course of the right season. You know, I think he's, he's missed a lot of snaps in each game. I think there's a couple games where they don't play him as much or barely play him at all. Uh, but he's one guy who in this game, when you're dealing with Devonta Freeman, who, who's had a phenomenal last couple of years, and Tevin Coleman, well, the funny thing is with him, I think last year he was supposed to be the number one running back over there, but he got hurt early on in the season. Devonta Freeman stepped up in his place and never looked back, just went crazy you know, last season with his stats. So it's going to take an all-around effort from those guys up front to really contain these guys. Obviously, you know, Coleman especially can line up at receiver and be a threat down the field that way. So they're going to have to keep their eyes peeled. Uh, you're going to have to use everybody. I was, I was telling uh, DJ me, Marv, Marv this the other day, you know, this might be a game where, you know, Cyrus Jones, you know, a name that a lot of people hate because of what he's done in, in special teams, but this might be a game where they use him. You know, we saw what happens when the Patriots throw a rookie, cornerback out on the field in the Super Bowl and what kind of magic can happen. So maybe Cyrus Jones steps up as, as you know, a secret weapon or something from Belichick and, and, and plays huge uh, in the secondary for the Patriots. Who knows? But in terms of those running backs, guys up front are going to have their eyes, need to have their eyes open to watch them. Looking at the Pats offense versus the Falcons defense, this is a, a Falcons defense that you know, if you, if you don't watch yourself, they will run over you. They they they're fast, they're physical, they're incredibly young. But this is a, this is a Patriots offense that's can be very slow and methodical at times with Blunt, and then they can uh, throw in a little Deion Lewis in there for a little uh, speed up, and then you know they just go through their their usual targets. Do you think this Falcons defense has what it takes to take down a, a veteran offense in the Pats, or, or do you think that once this Pats offense gets rolling, we're just going to have a crazy shootout? You know, the funny thing with the, with the Falcons, I kind of in some ways compare them to the Green Bay Packers this past season because over the last couple of years, Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers, they've been all nothing but offense. Aaron Rodgers will put up you know, 30 plus points and that's how they'll beat you. It'll be a, it'll be a slugfest and both teams put up high numbers, but Aaron Rodgers will be the guy that throws four touchdowns over 400 yards and gets the job done that way. That was what the Atlanta Falcons were early on in the season. 
Um, it was just all Matt Ryan, high-powered offense, uh, and they just hoped that their defense would do enough to, to help them win, but it was usually a lot of points being put up by, by Matt Ryan. And as the season has gone on, the, the defense has really turned things around and really come on, and it was definitely showcased in the, in the NFC Championship game where they completely shut down Aaron Rodgers and the, and the Green Bay Packers. And I, I was very impressed with that performance. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, great team offensively. But I think going up against the Patriots, everybody knows the Patriots, Tom Brady, Belichick, Josh, they're just in a different league in terms of what mm-hmm. this organization does and how they go about things on the football field. So no disrespect to Aaron Rodgers and everything you know the Packers have done, but the Patriots are just in another league. You're dealing with the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, the great mind of Bill Belichick. Josh McDaniels has been there for so many years. They're just all in the system. And the machine known as the New England Patriots, I think is something that the Falcons defense probably won't know how to deal with and how to handle. You know, I think everybody probably heard about this. The Steelers talked about how the Patriots offense just did things that they just did not expect, you know, going no huddle and whatnot and the way they they went about their offensive drives. I think that might be the same case when it comes to how the Falcons see the Patriots do their thing. You know, these teams haven't played in years. They haven't played in years. But the Falcons really might get hit off guard with how the Patriots, Tom Brady, and his weapons move down the field. Last question before we get off the hot seat here, uh, here, Mike. Finally, what is your ultimate prediction? How do you see this game going down? Who wins Super Bowl 51? You know, obviously, I have to give it to the Patriots. You know, you know, I don't want to sound like a too much of a homer or whatnot, but I just think as great as a se- of a season the, the Atlanta Falcons had, you know, like I said before, you're dealing with a team that's literally in a league of their own just on, uh, based off the way they've handled themselves over the years. Brady, Belichick, just the whole organization, the coaching staff, it's just it's in a league of their own. And it's something I don't think the Falcons have dealt with and don't, know re- don't really know how to handle. It's, it's, they really might get caught off guard. Um, I don't want to discredit, you know, the Atlanta Falcons too much. Uh, they have a lot of great players, great athletes, you know, guys who can really impact the game. But I feel like, you know, in a lot of big situations, the Patriots will be forcing, you know, Matt Ryan three and out, maybe a couple turnovers here and there. The Patriots will do enough to get the win. I still see it as maybe a high scoring game. Um, I think the Patriots get the win. I have to go 31. 24 Pats. 31-24 Pats from Mike Nice. Mike, you are now released from the CNS Radio Patriots hot seat. Mike, thanks for joining us. No problem at all. I appreciate being here, man. Have a good one. You too. Great work, guys. Nice to see everyone get their predictions in. I believe it ends up being 4-1 to Patriots to Falcons. Obviously, me, the only guy taking the Falcons. Me, the crazy guy. But that is going to do it for this week's Patriots Beat podcast. A great job from the whole team uh, bringing in at least one show a day. Uh, you know, Congrats to Mike and Marv on their two shows, as well to Michael Longi, who put everything together. Enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend, guys. Please remember to like us, uh, give us a rating and review on Twitter. Go find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash CLNS fans. Find us on Twitter at CLNS Radio. You can find me on Twitter at CLNS underscore sports team. Thanks again to Josh and Morrison High 209 for the music. Thanks to Larry. Thanks to Nick. And as well, like I said, thanks to Mike for his incredible work this week. Enjoy the Super Bowl, guys. We have a very fun slate of things coming for you this offseason, and I can't wait to get in it after the Super Bowl. Enjoy this weekend.